We're two lines from the top of the page. In the Mishnah, we learned that there were three groups the first group, second group, and third group. The third group is, is called the lazy ones. They waited till the last ones, so they're the lazy group. The Mishnah actually said that the last group was usually the smallest. And they, the amount of halal that was said in the last group, they never even got up to a hafti kiyishma because it was a smaller group. But how can you say this? You have to have three groups. So somebody has to be in the third group. So how can we call them katatzlan if somebody has to be there? What should they do? Nevertheless, they should have been quicker in joining the previous groups. We see a similar thing that even in a case where there has to be something that has to exist in the world, but nevertheless we say a similar thing. Rabbi said, You can't have the world without perfume makers, but also without tanners. Fortunate is the one that his work is to be a perfume maker and and woe to the one that his work is to be a tanner. So they have, yeah, you need both, but someone that could be working with things that are, have a good aroma is, is fortunate. And also, the world can't exist without uh, boys and girls, men and women. Fortunate is the one that his children are scharem and... A woe to the one that his children are in the cavus. So the Mufashim, the Mufashim speak about this, and one of the, one of the pirushim in this Gemara is that look what it says there. The issue is if you have bonim, you have sons, and these sons are in the cavus. That's the issue. But if you have daughters, great. But if you just if the bonim are like the cavus, weak like the cavus, that's the issue. Okay. It's one of the pshatim this gemara. There's more pshatim, but it's obviously a difficult gemara to understand on its surface. Talk to gemara right, or maybe not. But it's hard. But it's hard. Yeah, yeah. We like boys and girls. Yes. Says in the Mishnah that the way the carbon pesach was done in the on the weekday, that's how it was done in Shabbos. Talk to gemara. So then it, it said in the Mishnah that it would. Uh, clean out the floor of the Azara uh, even when it was on Shabbos. How did they clean it out? They clogged up the stream of water that would flow out and the water would then flow over into the entire Azara, gather all the blood, then they opened up the water and it would take all the blood out. So they would clean it on Shabbos. And the Chachamim did not agree to this. So against which opinion of the Chachamim is this going against to, to clean up the floor in the Azara? It's going against the opinion of Rabbi Yezer. Because if it would be the Rabbanon, Rabbanon hold that cleaning up the floor in the Azara is only an Ism of the Rabbanon, and there's no issue of a Shvos in the Beis HaMikdash. So the Gemara here will bring the source of this Machlaikis, cleaning up, sweeping, or cleaning up the floor. Is there an Ism in Atayra, or an Ism of the Rabbanon? Rabbi Yezer held it's an Ism min Atayra. It's a lav, it's a malachim in Atayra. The uh, Rabbanan say that it's only a midrabbanan. So on the Besamikdash, there's no issue with this. So what's the source for this? Ma'i, the Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. Echad hachaylev, a person that's milking a cow. Machabitz, machabitz is when you separate the, the whey from the, the other part of the curd of the milk. 
uh, to use it later for other for cheese and things. When you actually make cheese, in the amount of a fig, so Yochayev, these are all tildes of Malachas. Hamachabed, if you sweep the floor, Vahamerabitz, Merabitz was when they had the floors that were not finished floors and it was dusty, so they would sprinkle water on the floors to settle the dust. Or you remove the uh, honey from the honeycombs. If any of this is done on Shabbos, on if it was done you get Malchus for this. So what we see over here is that Rabbi Yezah holds that all of these are awesome and Ateda. So Rashi brings over here about all these different things. Chaylev is is the, the, the malach of mefarek, you're separating, you're taking out the milk. Megabin is like building, you build it blocks of cheese. It's uh, megabin. Mechabitz is, uh, what's the malach of mechabitz? Rashi says it's boiter, you separate the two parts of the milk. And uh, then reidachal is devash, is toilish, you're detaching the honey from its uh, source. And then when it comes to mechabit, what's the malach of mechabit? Malach of sweeping is because there could be little holes in the ground. Ashwiya gumais, you're flattening out the gumais that there are on the ground. If it's indoor, then that's like baina. If it's outdoors, it's a tailed up chaydish. So he holds it machabit, sweeping is a malachim and a tayda. So according to Rabbi Yezer, sweeping or cleaning out the floor of the azara in the Besamikdash, when they did the karbonis and it was full of blood, is similar to machabit, and therefore it's going to be a malachim and a tayda. No, all these things that we said here, or Rashi actually says it refers to the last three. Mechabed, Mechabed, and Reu Dechal Dvash, these three are only a Shvos, it's only Asim and Rabbanon. The other first three, Choylev, Mechabed, and Megabin, the Chachamim agree, are Asim and Atayda. But the last three are only Asim and Rabbanon. So therefore, when it says that it was Shalai Barat Chachamim, it's because Rabbi Liyazah. Rabbi Liyazah says that this is Asim and Atayda. So you're not allowed to clean this way. In the Beis Mikdash, it's Asim and Atayda. But according to the Rabbanon, it's only a Shvos, and there's no Shvos in the Beis Mikdash. Navashi. Mechabed, yes. So it cleans it out, and I guess the same issue of flattening out different cracks in the floor could apply over here as well. True, but it goes in the opinion of Rabbi Yezer, according to this chat. Rabbi says, We could interpret the Mishnah literally that it's going against the Ratzin of the Chachamim, not only Rabbi Yezer, but Rabbi and it refers to another opinion which was Rabbi The Tanya, Rabbi says, Rabbi um, Only a shvos that's needed, that's what they allow to be done in the base of Mikdash. Shvos she'ena but a shvos that's not needed in the base of Mikdash, lo yetiru. That they did not allow. So once the Korban Pesach is done, so it's not needed anymore. To clean it up then on Shabbos is not necessary. They can wait until after Shabbos to clean it up. It has to be cleaned on Shabbos. It's not necessary. No, no. So they'll work a little bit harder and they'll clean it up later. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Kois Rabbi Yehuda said that there was a lot of blood on the ground, and they would gather from that blood on the ground and, and sprinkle it on the Mizbeach. What's the reason for this? What's the pshat in this? It says the Gemara, Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. Rabbi Yehuda, Kois Tarevis. You would fill a cup of the blood that was mixed on the floor. Sheim Yishofer Dome Shalechad Mehen. So if one of the Carbon uh, Pesach, the blood spilled on the floor and it was not uh, sprinkled on the Mizbeach, 
Nimtza zeh So now you gather that blood and you sprinkle it on the mizbeach and you machshir the carbon. That's the idea. So the Chacham said to Rabbi Yehuda, but it wasn't received in a vessel. Any blood that goes directly on the floor, it can't be used anymore to do the zrika for it. It's possible. If you receive it in a vessel, then it spills, then, then you can use it. But if it went straight on the floor, so then you can't use it. That's the question they asked Rabbi Yehuda. Says the Gemara, how do they know to ask this and say that it did never was received in a vessel? Maybe it was received in a vessel and then it, was, it spilled on the floor. This is what the Rabbana were asking Rabbi Yehuda. Perhaps that blood that's now on the floor was not received in a keli. In other words, the whole thing over here is, is to take care of a possibility that maybe it spilled on the floor. So that's only in a scenario where it was first received in a keli, and then it's pulled on the floor. So the Chachamim held, there's no reason to go and be in this maybe. This whole thing, is maybe it happened this way, and therefore there's no reason for this. It's not necessary. Amalehen, so Rabbi Yudah answers back to them and says, Afani loyamarti elo bekeli. I was only referring to a case where it's actually received in a keli and it's pulled on the floor. And for that, it's necessary to go and be in this, by picking it up and sprinkling it on the Mizbeach. What, what's Rabbi Yudah answering? How does Rabbi Yudah know that it was Neskabal in a keli? Maybe it spilled directly on the floor and it was never received in a keli. And says the Gemara, The Kayanim was reason. They do their job. So they definitely had a keli there and they definitely received the blood in the keli. But Frek the Gemara is reason. If the Kayanim is reason, they're diligent at their job. So why is it spilling? Answers the Gemara exactly for this reason. Agav's rizusayud of the mishtapech. The kainim are so quick; they get the blood and then they run to the mizbeach to go and sprinkle it on the mizbeach. They're doing it with such a energy, so it's possible that the blood spills while they're running. And they didn't seem to pick it up then, but they figured afterwards. They were very, they were very busy. It's possible it wasn't picked up right away. Yeah. So what is Rabbi Yudha saying? That you're going to pick up blood that's on the ground and you're going to possibly, you're going to take care of blood that was spilled. But there's other blood that's mixed into the blood there on the ground. It's called Dama Tamsis. There's blood that comes out as soon as you shech the animal. That's the blood that's called Dam Hanefesh, as we'll see in a moment. That's what the, the, the life blood of the animal. And then there's the blood that continues coming out later, which is not fit for being used for the mitzvah of Zerike. So all the blood that's found there on the, on the ground in the, in the Azara, that includes a lot of blood that's not fit for the mitzvah of Zerike. So there's a lot of Dama Tamsis that's mixed into that blood. So how can you pick up the blood and sprinkle it on the Mizbeach? And says the Gemara, Rabbi Yudah Taimei, Rabbi Yudah follows his opinion elsewhere, the Omar Dama Tamsis Dam Ma'al Yehu. That even the Dama Tamsis, the blood that squirts out later, is also like the blood that comes out initially. The Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, regarding the Isser of, of drinking blood, Dama Tamsis Paz The Tanakama says that the Dama Tamsis is only, you're only over on a lav, but there's no Kodas for this. The Taita says the Isra of Dam many times. I think five times in the Taita it says it. But only regarding the Dam HaNefesh, the Taita says, Ki nefesh On that, the Taita says, Kodes. That's the blood that comes out in the beginning. But the Dom that comes out later is called Dam HaTamsis, and there's no Kodes for that. Rabbi Yudah disagrees, and Rabbi Yudah says that it is, there is Kodes even for the blood that comes out later. 
So we see over here that Rabiuda holds that even the blood that comes out later is compared to the blood that comes out in the beginning and for all of it, Yechai of Kodesh. So the same thing we could apply over here for the Zrika of the Dama and the Mizbeach that even the Dama Tamsis would be fit for the Zrika. Says the Gemara, no, but it's not true. Rabbi Loza said, Rabbi Yehuda agrees when it comes to the Kapara, when it comes to sprinkling the blood on the Mizbeach, that with the Dama Tamsis there is no Kapara. Shanema, regarding the Zrike, it says, that only the Dam of the Nefesh will bring about the Kapara. Only the Dam that comes out in the beginning. That blood is the blood that could be used for the kapar, mechaper. Dam the dam that comes out later, which is not the life blood that the animal's life leaves with this blood, That, if you sprinkle it on the mizbeach, there's no kapar. So the question remains, according to Rabbi Yehuda, what's the point of collecting the blood from the floor to spill it or to sprinkle it on the mizbeach if it could be mixed with blood that bchalal not usable for this mitzvah, for this rike? Elo says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda letaimei, Rabbi Yehuda follows his opinion elsewhere regarding, regarding this Indian. The Omar, Rabbi Yehuda said, Ein dam mevatl dam. When you have blood that's mixed with other blood, they're not, they're not mevatl each other. There's no bitl over here. The original blood is there and it could be used to sprinkle it on the Mizbeach. Tanya, we learned in Abraise, Omar lehen Rabbi Yehuda lechachamim. Rabbi Yehuda said to lechachamim, Lidiv reichem, according to your opinion, Lama Paikikin Esazara. Okay, before just uh, before I go weiter to this Tanya Amalan Rabbi Yehuda, the Gemara is going to explain over here a very interesting thing about uh, what happened in Dazara. This Indian of Ain Dam Mevatl Dam is a unique thing, and this is not only regarding uh, Dam, but this is Bechlal Beniget to Min Beminoi. Rabbi Yehuda is basically saying anytime you have two liquids which are Min Beminoi, it does not become bottle. And the reason Rabbi Yehuda holds this is because he says that when you have two that are the same Min, Instead of it having the effect that it dilutes and is mevatol, it actually has the opposite effect. Because the other thing is the same min, it actually strengthens it. it. It establishes that what's there is there. It's being mixed with another, the same min. And therefore there's no Indian of bitl. That's a unique opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. We don't pass him like Rabbi Yehuda because the Allah will be passing if you have two things that are the same min, but one is, for example, here, one is Dama Tamsis and one is the Dama Nefesh, it's take both blood. So b'mitzias, it's both blood, but it's different types of blood. They have different halachas. So if you have two things that are different dinim, if they get mixed with each other, <coughs> there is a bittle. So over here, Rabbi Yehud is following his opinion that the dam does not become bottle. So you can collect it from the ground and spill it on the mizbeach. <coughs> so it's not b'chaper, but it's mixed together with good blood, and therefore it's not bottle. So you can collect it and sprinkle it on the mizbeach. Now, Tanya, Omolein Rabbi Yehud al-Chachamim, Rabbi Yehud said to the Chachamim, the Chachamim hold that there's no point in collecting the blood and sprinkling it on the Mizbeach. So, according to your opinion, why is it that we know that what they used to do is they would clog the Azara, which had walls around it, and all the blood that was there remained inside. While the carbon carbonus of the Pesach was brought, they clogged the Azara for all the blood to remain inside. Why did they want all the blood to remain inside? So according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's because they wanted to be able to collect from that blood, the sprinkle on the Mizbeach afterwards. But according to you, that that is not done, so why did they clog the walls of the Azara in order to leave the blood inside? Amrulai, so they answered him, Shvachul of Aaron. This is a tremendous praise for the Kayanim that are there, Sheyelchu ad akuba Yiseyem Badam, that the blood gathered in the Azara, and they were stepping in the blood up until their knees to do the Aveda. 
So this was a tremendous shvach for the Bnei Aaron that they did the Abedah in this way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have to be barefoot, correct. But the Gemara asks, It's a chatzitza. They have to be on the, standing on the ground without any chatzitza whatsoever. So how can they have the chatzitza of the blood? Says the Gemara, Lachu. It's, it's moist. The blood is not congealed. And therefore it's not a chatzitza. Kedetani, we learned in Abraisa, Hadam, Vad Yoy, Vacholo, Vad Vash, blood, ink, milk, or honey. Yuveshim, if they dry up, then chaytzitzin. Then it's a chatzitza. Lachen, if it's moist, ain't chaytzitzin. It's not a chatzitza. Frek the Gemara, but there's another issue. Vahakamitvasi manayu. Their big day kuhuna, their clothing, are becoming dirty. Vitnan, or Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, Hoyu, the god of mitushtoshin. If the clothing that the Kayan is wearing is dirty, and he does as a way the psula, the way this possible, you have to have the, the, the garments of the Kayan have to be clean. So how you they're walking, they're walking in the blood, and the, the, their clothing go all the way down to the ground, so their clothing gets all dirty with the blood. So what they did is they lifted up their clothing. But Vatanya, we learned in Abraise, you're not allowed to do that. Midoi bad. The clothing of the Kayanim has to be midoy bad, measured for this person's height. Midoy means kimidosoy, according to the person's height. Shouldn't be too short, shouldn't be too long. So it has to be the exact size for the Kayan. You can't pick up your clothing when you do the Aveda. Says the Gemara, The place where the blood gathered and were saying that they would walk in the blood all the way to their knees was only then when they were bringing the parts of the animal to be brought on the ramp to be, to, to be brought for the being makirved on the Mizbeach. The lava Vedi, it's not an Aveda. Today, the bringing the parts of the animal onto the Mizbeach is not part of the Aveda. Since it's necessary that only a Kayan does this, it is an Aveda. The Tanya we learned in Abraise, the Hikri Vakoyen, Esa Koyalam is Beicha. What does this Pasik mean? Zua Lachas Evarim Lekevesh. Bringing the Evarim of the animal to the ramp and then it's going to be brought up on the Mizbeach, that itself is also an Aveda that only a Kayan does. So it is an Aveda. So the question remains how could it be walking in the, in the blood up to his knees doing this Aveda? Ela Bohelachas It's only referring to those Kayanim that were walking to bring the wood for the fire on the Mizbeach, the lava Vaidihi. So bringing the wood is not an Aveda. They were walking the, uh, in, in the blood. Bohelachas Evarim Lekevesh, Gemara, but how about when you have to bring the parts? So if in that area it's full of blood, so if you have to bring the Evarim to the Kevesh, or Bohelachas Dam, and also to bring the blood, to sprinkle it on the Mizbeach, how would they walk? So it was, the blood was there. So how were they walking in the blood up to the knees doing the Aveda? So the answer is, the Mazgi Aitztibi. They would walk on benches. They had the elevated platforms or benches that they would walk on it and not walk inside the blood. And these benches are not considered to be a chatzitza. It's attached to the ground. They're like part of the ground itself, Rashi says. And therefore, that's what they walked on when they had to do the Aveda. So this is the special shvach of the Kayanim that they did the Aveda with all the blood around. And that shows their tremendous dedication to their Aveda. The blood is all over the place. How is it possible that the big day kahuna? 
that the big day kahuna does not uh, hot. They have to keep their 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 big day kahuna clean during the shkita. Well, that's pro- that's pro- so maybe why it's that's, that's why it's said in the Mishnah that the Yisrael. Did that, the yeah, that's why Kainim did it. Okay, the let's go right there. So the shkita is in one place, but the blood was next to the kedesh. You know. Uh, in between was nothing. And they're walking on a catwalk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. How would they hang and flay the animal? And then they would take out the um, insides that was used to be It was placed he himself, the one that's flaying it, he's the one that brings it on the Mizbeach. So, according to Rashi, the Gemara's question is that you're not greatest in the Gemara. If you look here on the side, in the Gilean Ashas, in Kivege, he says, and you're not greatest lehaktiram, but you're greatest vehiktiram, which would mean the same person that took out these pieces, these parts, he is the one that was makted it. Now, who's the one that took it out? A Yisrael. The Yisrael flayed the animal and then took out the parts, and then it, it would sound like he is the one that was makted it. Says the Gemara, no, it's not he that did it. He took out these parts for the purpose of it being brought in the Mizbech. He gave it over to one of the kind. He himself didn't do it. That's the Taich in the Gemara, according to Rashi. The first cat left, and the other cat, and then they all went home to roast their cup in Pesach. How would they carry on their carbon Pesach? They removed the hide from the animal. So now they took the actual carbon Pesach and they placed it back into the hide like a bag. So they put it inside the hide, and they threw it over their back, and that's how they carried it home. Omer Rav Ilish, Rav Ilish said, Tayis. This is similar to the way the merchants, the Arab merchants, carry things around. This is how everyone walked out to the base of Mikdash, carrying home his carbon Pesach to be roasted. Hadron Aloch Tomid Nishcha. This is the conclusion of this payday. And the, uh, again, yeah, yeah, everything has to be roasted. There's certain parts inside the chaylev. There are kloyos. There are certain parts that have to be uh, brought as a carbon Yeah, but otherwise, besides those parts, the entire body of the animal intact is roasted. And we'll see. We'll see later. The halachas about the roasting. We'll see everything is coming. No. We gave it over to the Kayan. He took it out, and then he gave it over to the Kayanim to bring it. We just finished learning that even bringing it to the Mizbeach is also part of the Abayi, that right. the Kayan has to bring it. So he just took it out. He took it out from the animal, and he gave it over to the Kayan. Maybe, correct. Yeah. Zok the Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah discusses when Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos like this year. How is the carbon Pesach done? So we know that it pushes off Shabbos. But... Not everything is muttered to be done on Shabbos. Zakta Mishnah, Eilu Dvarim Pesach. These are the things of the Korban Pesach, Deichen Esa Shabbos, that push off Shabbos. Shechitasai, Uzrikas Damai, Shechting it, and the Zrike, which must be done on Shabbos, you can't wait till the next day. Umichoi Kravov, and cleaning out the inside. Baktaras Chalovov, so Rashi says you have to clean out the inside, otherwise it's going to smell if you leave it there. Baktaras Chalovov, and also to be makter, the parts on the Mizbeach. That, all of this has to be done on Shabbos. But then roasting it, rinsing it and washing it out, preparing it to be roasted, this is not Deich Shabbos. To bring it on, to, to carry it to the Beis HaMikdash, which is an Isra Midrabonon. It's because even though you're carrying it through Arishu Sarabim, but Rashi says this is a live animal. 
and the klal is chai noises atzmai. So there's no isim in atayda to even carry it through a shusarabim. Bringing it from outside the tchom, which is also only an ism Cutting off a wart in order for it to be fit for the carbon, it shouldn't be a balmum. So you're cutting it off with a fingernail in a way that it's only So we're talking about three different examples of things that are preparing it for the carbon pesach that are all shabbos. Even though they're only asim darabanan, but none of them are deich shabbos, and the reason is because these are things that you could have prepared from before. It doesn't have to be done on shabbos, so prepare them before. Rabbi says deichin. They do push off shabbos. Any of these things, it's asim darabanan, so therefore it's deich shabbos. And the Gemara here will bring a long discussion regarding this machlekes. Amar said Rabbi Ma if the shechita itself, which is a malachim in atayda, that pushes off Shabbos, these three examples, which are only an ismid rabbanon, it shouldn't push off Shabbos. So this is Rabbi Yezus Kavachaymer. Rabbi Yeshua responded to Rabbi Yezus and said, I'll prove to you from Yantiv that no, that this is not the case. You're allowed to do shechita and other malachis for the purpose of Eichel Nefesh, to be able to have what to eat on Yantif, but for Asabai Mishum Shvus. But then all those things that you can do before Yantif, the Machshire Eichel Nefesh, certain things that you could prepare before Yantif, <coughs> even things that are only Asamid Rabbanan, that is not allowed to be done on Yantif. So you see that even things that are Asamid Rabbanan are Asr on Yantif, even though the Malach of Shechita itself would be Mutan on Yantif. responded to Rabbi Yeshua, Maze Yeshua. What kind of a proof is this, Rabbi Yeshua? Maraya, Rishusla Mitzvah. How are you proving from Yontif where we're talking about a person that's eating for himself to the mitzvah of Karban Pesach? For the purpose of the mitzvah of Karban Pesach, it is allowed to do the shvus of carrying it and bringing it out of the tchum and taking off a ward in order for the mitzvah to be done. It's a different story. That was Rabbi Yeshua's. This is the discussion between Rabbi Yezah and Rabbi Yeshua. So now Rabbi Kiva got involved in this discussion. Hey, Shiv Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva responded and said, I'll bring you a different raya. I'll bring you a raya from Hazor. Hazor refers to a person that's Tome, and he wants to be able to eat the carbon Pesach. So you have to sprinkle on him from the Pora Aduma in order to be able to eat from the carbon Pesach. Shihi Mishum Mitzvah. This is being done on Shabbos for the purpose of a mitzvah. If it's Erev Pesach, Shachal B'Shabbos, and this is the seventh day, and he has to be sprinkled, so it's done even on Shabbos. And vihimishum shvus, why wouldn't it be allowed to sprinkle a person with the waters of the paraduma? There's no ism in Atayra. It's, it's only asamishum shvus. It's uh, ism in the Rabbana. So, and, and nevertheless, the Chachamim don't allow a person to, to sprinkle this on Shabbos itself. Why is this asam in to sprinkle a person with the water of the paraduma? Because it looks like mechzi kemisakin gavres, like you're changing this person, making him fit to eat. So you're like being masakin something. You're like fixing something. That's what it looks like. So therefore it's a shvus. So therefore it is not push of Shabbos. So you shouldn't wonder over here regarding these things that we spoke about, the things that are only awesome that are You're doing them all for the purpose of a mitzvah. But they're only awesome that are They don't push off Shabbos. So Rabbi Akiva is bringing a proof from the mitzvah of Hazah, which is being done for the purpose of a mitzvah. Amalei Rabbi Yezer, so Rabbi Yezer tells Rabbi Akiva, what kind of a is this? Ve'oleho ani don. 
my kavachaymer applies regarding this itself about sprinkling the person with the water of the paraduma. And I'll say the same thing like I said before. If shechting the carbon itself, which is a malach, pushes off Shabbos, person that's Tomei, you have to sprinkle in him the waters of the Paraduma for short Teich Shabbos. So he's telling Rabbi Kiva, who told you that the Hazah is not Teich Shabbos? It is. So Rabbi Kiva tells Rabbi Yezer, no, I disagree with you. Maybe say it in the reverse. If this Hazah, which is only Yisim with the Rabbanon, does not push off Shabbos, Shechite, Shehim Yishum Malache, Shechite, which is an actual Malache, maybe also, Enedin Shloitit Chesa Shabbos. It definitely shouldn't push off Shabbos. So other Rabbi Kiva is coming and saying that maybe the actual Shechite of the Korban Pesach is not Teche Shabbos. Amalei Rabbi Liezer. So on this Rabbi Liezer tells him, Akiva, how can you say this kind of a kavachaymer? A karta mashakosav betere. You're uprooting what the Tere clearly says regarding the carbon pesach. Bemoy adoy. It should be brought in its time. Bein bechayl. Bein b'shabbos. It should be brought both on the weekday or on Shabbos. It has to be brought. Amaloi. So Rabbi Kiva says to Rabbi to Rabbi Yezer, Rabbi, my Rabbi, havali mayed le'elu. Bring me, show me that there's a, a set time for these things that we're discussing. Like the set time that there is for Shechita. So in other words, Rabbi Kiva wanted him to come to this point. What Rabbi Kiva is telling him is, Ah, the source is from what it says, That it has to be done in a specific time. Those things that we're discussing, whether bringing it, bringing it out of the Tchum, or cutting off the wart, that's not B'mayadai. That doesn't have to be done on Erev Pesach. That could have been prepared from before. So therefore, even if it's only Asim the Rabbanon, it doesn't push off Shabbos. That's the bottom line of what Rabbi Kiva explained to him. And the Gemara, the Mishnah concludes, Klal Omer Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said the following rule, Kol Malacha, She'ef Me'erev Shabbos, that could have been prepared and done before Shabbos, Ene Shabbos, it doesn't push off Shabbos. Shechite, She'ef Me'erev Shabbos, the Shechite, that cannot be done from before Shabbos, Doiches Shabbos, that does push off Shabbos. That's the Machlekes here between Rabbi Yezir, Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Yeshua. So is uh, is a